Episode. So on the typewriter, we're going to be talking about social anxiety and how it affects students on a day-to-day basis. Um, this year is kind of different, though, for the main reason that like our school system is completely different. Like half of our students are still in like computer online stuff, and then like we can't even sit next to each other. So COVID nineteen has like a big effect on it. So I don't know. How do you guys feel on the whole changes that the school system? put in place? Well, I feel like it's a big change since I've been here for two years. Yeah. It's a really big change. It, I feel like it's already hard enough to like make friends and like talk to other people. And now it kind of feels like there's more of a wall between you and everyone because you have to kind of be careful and like more about, you can't really like just walk up to people and like talk to them. Yeah. Cause you have to you have to really think about like your safety and like the safety of others, and like because you have family members at home too that you don't want them to catch it. Yeah. So you just have to be a lot more conscious about everything you do. And there's definitely a lot of changes between classes and like how everything's changed. You have to clean it, wipe your desk down, and you have to sit far away from everyone. It's kind of like it feels more like less of like experience it's kind of more like it, it like it is still a college experience but it feels more like you're like your own kind of separate little college yeah definitely and like I noticed there's like two different types of students on campus and like it kind of affects like how you even interact with them like there's the type of students that don't even think they have to be serious about it so they like take off their mask during classes and stuff and <laughs> And they like, like, host like parties and stuff, and then they invite you, and or like in the dorms and stuff, like because you have a roommate and stuff, like I don't know. Sometimes like, outreaching can like really go far with a lot of things, but like also, then there's the type of students that like, literally will get will spray you away, <laughs> you know, just be like, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> Um, and I think that goes base to base on like what they have in their own personal lives and stuff but it also this is a college experience we want it to be a college experience we want to be able to have those social interactions and we want to be able to join clubs and actually get close to some people you know because like everyone talks about how like a lot of people the friends you make in college are the ones you might keep for the rest of your lives you know and like I feel like that's a big stereotype and stuff, so some of us just want to, like, actually be able to keep that, you know? Yeah. Um, I personally don't really feel like anything's changed for me except for wearing a mask. Um, I still don't really feel like I'm taking them out with <laughs> Like, I talk to people if I feel like it, or, like, on my charter, I guess, because, like, you don't want to get too close. But um, I also just think that, like, with like having a phone, it should be kind of like I'm not like touching them or anything, <laughs> but like yeah. I'm just like I don't know. I think it should be like more sustained on like talking to people, just like while I'm wearing a mask. So I think it should pretty much like relatively the same, just like maybe seeing in people's faces and whatnot. Like if you're like close, they would have to be like asking. I mean, yeah, but it is kind of different too because like. Even though we still talk with masks and stuff, like, I notice with a lot of the time, like, I'll, like, talk to someone for, like, now we're, like, almost two months in and stuff. I'll talk to someone for, like, 
a whole like month and then like some of my friends I didn't even know what they look like out of like <laughs> class <laughs> you know like I don't know what the rest of their face looks like so like it I don't know it, it was a big shocker <laughs> it's true so the teachers <laughs> yeah you know like especially with teachers and stuff but then I also think that like it's kind of different and stuff like because like I don't know, I've had some teachers that are more serious about it, like, we're all, like, spread out in classrooms and stuff, and we're not even allowed to, like, like, lean over to, like, ask for help and stuff, because, like, we're keeping the six feet, so we have to, like, talk, like, at a distance, and, like, she makes sure that, like, we're still at a distance and stuff, and we're not, like, hey, can you explain this to me, like, up close and personal? So, like, I feel like it really depends, probably based on class to class. Also, like, I don't really, like, talk loud as is, and so I guess, like, the the teenage kids, it's, like, having a little mask, is that, like, I have to really project my voice, and that's, like, hard for me, (laughs) because I'm not used to doing it, but, like, in classes, I have to, like, talk, um, and then it makes it more awkward whenever, like, I can't hear you, (laughs) and you have to keep repeating it, but I guess that's, like, a, I don't know, another, like, difference. I guess I didn't realize until we were just like talking about like how we have to talk in class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It it really has like a, a big difference. Like one thing is like facial expressions. Like when I go up to teachers and ask, like sometimes based on like tone and everything, like not all of us can do like the happy voice or the sad voice and everything. And like with your eyes and like asking questions and stuff like sometimes like teachers might be like you don't have to be rude and I'm like I'm sorry you can't tell but I'm like trying to like actually like be nice and stuff so like I've gotten used to like doing like hand positions or like talking with my hands a lot to like kind of signify that I'm in a happy mood and stuff so like I don't know has anyone else kind of adopted like this whole thing where it's like if you're like concerned you usually like overemphasize like hey, I don't really understand this, and it's, like, you over-exaggerate, like, certain movements or, like, your eye placement, like, when I used to talk, I didn't move my eyebrows as much, and, like, now it's, like, I don't know, kind of cartoonish because I'm trying to get across the fact that I'm not angry or, like, sad or anything. I'm just, like, I don't know. Does anyone else have that? (laughs) Yeah, I definitely, like, move my eyebrows a lot more, but I feel like I always like this simple expression but like more so now since like all that we're seeing is like your eyes and your eyebrows and forehead <laughs> so like I'm really excited yeah because like I feel like in the first week of school like I wasn't so used to like using a mask so like a lot of teachers called like certain students out on being bored I feel like that's a big thing because like with bored it's like just a blank expression but like we're not bored we're just listening intently so now, like, I feel like I open my eyes more and, like, really come across the fact that I'm actually listening. I'm not, like, dazing out into space. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Especially, like, with my public speaking teacher, like, because it's public speaking, we need our facial expressions. Like, she kind of, like, has us doing, like, a lot more when we're doing speeches. Like, she makes us, like, really go off. <laughs> um, but I don't know. That's just, like, my thing. And I... How does this kind of affect, like, you trying to, like, do outside of school things? Like, I know you have a job. Um, uh, I don't know. Would you want me to say, like, where you work and stuff? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's 
So like, how does that kind of affect your like work at the hospital? Uh, well, we just have to wear a mask as well. So it's kind of like being at school, just wearing a mask and we're like more precautious and things like gowning up and whatnot. And honestly, though, it's like pretty much the same. I would say, except for like there's obviously a COVID unit. <laughs> so, I mean, that just is a little freaky, but like it, I don't know. It's just like it makes it easier. I don't know because at first I was freaking out about like all of like everything going on, and um, I don't know working with them and like working with people who are like sick. I guess like kind of made it easier to um, go about things and just like not really freak out as much and like kind of just like try and live life still but like not but where it's like decreasing or like harm me and people around me <laughs> yeah I mean I feel like when you work in the hospital you might have to take things like more seriously like I remember you one time saying that like you guys take more seriously with like sanitizing things mm-hmm. like um I forget what you said for how long you have to like do things Oh yeah, we have to like leave certain surfaces wet like for like three minutes or five minutes. And if it's not wet, like you have to do things to like keep it wet, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. But um yeah, you just have to keep it wet for that amount of time for it to even do anything. And so I guess it's like I don't know, that's like for little things like that's not like COVID. But even for COVID, like we have to have like whole UV lights and stuff to keep all the germs and whatnot for like fifteen minutes. And like when the Langelian come, but like here we just spray something and go on about our way. And like that gets kind of weird to me because like uh, it doesn't really seem too sanitary, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. but we also have to think about it from the school perspective because mm-hmm. it's like obviously schools want to give you like bang for your money and stuff. So it's like, yeah, they want us to have the full experience and stuff, but they also can't to keep all of us clean like and I feel like that's a big thing with like a lot of schools like I don't know not liking 100% honest or like you know them saying that like oh you're kind of responsible for your own health you know it's not really our fault what happens and stuff you know like there's a whole like waiver thing going on recently and I feel like with social anxiety like it can like kind of affect how you go about doing things because like let's say you did catch COVID-19 right then you would have to for at least our school you have to like call someone and then like they have to tell you know all the people around you that hey it's your fault (laughs) you know and then like I feel like that's like a lot scarier at least for me if like I caught COVID-19 and then like they tell everyone that just happened to choose where they sit in the beginning of the school year that hey it's my fault that all of you have to stay home now like, I feel like that's scarier for, like, trying to keep your friends because, like, I don't know, there's a whole, like, judgment thing where it's, like, great, you didn't take it seriously, and now we're all facing repercussions, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially, like, like, I know they're not going to tell your teachers, but, like, also, if you do catch COVID-19 and you don't tell your teachers, your teachers aren't mandatory to change anything for you, so you kind of have to tell your teachers, you know what I'm saying? So that, like, at least they take, like, they're like, oh, you're just not, like, you know like doing anything it's you're sick you might die you know so like I feel like I don't know it's just another thing to be like scared of on top of especially because like at least when I went to my teacher's offices they don't like 
sanitize their chairs or anything. And, like, they don't, like, wear a mask. <laughs> you know? And then, like, they'll put it on when, like, you come in. But it's, like, they don't, like, take it seriously. So, like, it's scary enough. But now I have to be scared that, like, the chair that I'm sitting on to get help is, like, infected. And all your desk and everything is infected. Because your office is your space. <laughs> but, like, you're sharing it with us. <laughs> you know? Especially because, like, the offices at school are so small. And, like, we can all hear each other, but that also means, like, all the germs are spreading to each other. Like, they don't give a lot of teachers a lot of space, so it's, like, everything is so everywhere. You know what I'm talking about? Have you ever, like, been to a teacher's office here? You probably have? Yeah. I, like, I, with my experience, like, every time, like, I would go in to talk to a teacher, like, the teacher always wears a mask, and, like, and, like, she's, like, stays far away and, like, try to keep your distance so, you know, you don't catch anything. Just in case, some precaution. But, yeah, I don't really see that, like, teachers, like, separately, like, sanitize at home still, which is kind of a problem because you don't know how many students, like, go to ask questions. Yeah, especially because, like, asking questions in front of, like, the entire class can be scary, especially because, like, like, there's certain classrooms that, like, have more judgment for things. Like, I feel like a lot of math classrooms or, like, a lot of, like, science classrooms, like, have a scarier, like, kind of feeling because, like, you know, it's, a lot of it is based on, like, previous knowledge and stuff. And, like, if you enter a class and you don't, like, remember something, then, like, I feel like it has a bigger notion that people can judge you for, like, having to hold up the entire class. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, especially, like, in math classes, I feel like the higher up you go, the more you have to, like, remember previous knowledge and stuff. And, like, if you're constantly having to go back, then, like, your classmates might get annoyed. Or at least, you know, some people in my classes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's easier to talk in smaller classes. Like, we all have, like, a class together, and there's usually four people, so it's, like, easier to talk. And, like, it feels easier to meet you. <laughs> but it's helpful to be, um, small the class so I can tell like we were able to be open and actually have good communication but I think that's probably just because it's an English class um but like in my math class it's like very scary because <laughs> so many people and then again yeah like if you don't remember something from high school it's like it's kind of like oh he's dumb <laughs> or something like right. from other uh, students and stuff it's kind of just scary or even meeting the teacher it's like wow she's an English major <laughs> And then, you know, like, nothing comes out of it. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like, especially because, like, earlier you said that, like, a lot of teachers don't answer their emails, so it kind of forces you to have to go up to them and talk to your concerns. Like, how does that kind of affect you? Um, well, I don't know. I don't, personally, like, my math teacher didn't answer my email, so I'm just kind of just going to go with the flow of not knowing <laughs> because I'm too scared to go talk to him. But, like, um... Just kind of like it's probably gonna be bad in the long run, but I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably how it's affecting me. It's probably like my grades are not making too hot, so that's cool. <laughs> but <laughs> it's okay. I think it's really beneficial to like go ask a teacher in person, because then like you can find exactly like where your fault lies, and like you can really know if you go through it and like. I am not very good at math, so I really struggle with it, so I know that I probably have to see the teacher a lot, and I did, 
sure what I was doing. Like, I probably wouldn't have passed if I didn't go ask. I didn't ask. I would be office so many times. Like, I probably, like, I even started, like, forming a relationship with teachers. Because, like, I came in here so often. And we would, and we just started talking about other stuff that was important. But because of this teacher, I was able to really, like, it helped my grade improve. And I was able to actually understand math. And before, I, I probably would have understood that. I really didn't understand it. And now I actually feel like, yeah, I, could, I actually felt for the first time like I could actually do math. Like, I could, it was like, it was a really weird feeling. It was like a good, really weird feeling. Yeah. Okay. But it was really beneficial. Was this like pre COVID or like like from like last year or is this like currently? Oh, like it's from, from last year. Okay. I just wanted to ask. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, it just has to do a lot with like forming like relationships with people, you know, like communication. Um, and like, I know we touched on like jobs, but like also like clubs and like, you know, personal friendships, family relationships, you know, because like eventually we all go on to holiday and we all have to like go see family. And it's also like, that can also be kind of scary. You'd be surprised how scary your own family <laughs> like can be. Especially, like, what questions and stuff. Like, to be honest, I feel more comfortable talking to, like, my friends than my own family. And I live with my family on a day-to-day basis. Like, how, do, how does that, like, how do you guys kind of feel on that? Well, <clears throat> personally, like, me and my family are, like, well, my family and I are, like, we're really close, like, sibling-wise. So I don't feel too awkward talking to them, but, like, I mean. There's, like, times, though, that, like, I do feel really awkward, like, regardless. And so, like, I don't know, it's just, like, I don't know, I try to avoid, like, family sometimes. Because <laughs> I don't really know what to say. And, like, I don't feel like I can be myself. I feel like I'll be judged, at least by my mom. And so, like, I try not to, like, um, I just try to, like, avoid it. Because, like, with my mom, like, I have, like, I get socially awkward, kind of. Because, like, what do I say? <laughs> she's an adult and like your parents obviously know you're an adult so much more but uh, <laughs> I don't know yeah but I also feel like generation wise I feel like it was a different thing you know like we probably all grew up like with the internet blooming around us you know and it's like that also could have affected like how social we be in like the long run versus like our parents like you know being social was the thing <laughs> like you know like they all had to like make friends in person and like go to school every day with the same people and stuff versus like us like even if we went to school with the same people we don't necessarily have to be friends with those same people you know because yeah. like even like with a lot of like there's like certain apps where like you can like make friends for like the general area you live in so like the nearby high schools and stuff you can still meet people that are like in your area but like go to different high schools and stuff. So I feel like friendship-wise, like, it's just a different thing. I mean, personally, my mom didn't really live with me for, like, a year and stuff, so we never really had that. <laughs> and, like, if we don't even, like, watch TV, it'd be, like, um, like, what is that movie called? <laughs> yeah, like, if we didn't hang out or whatnot. But, like, I don't know, she kind of, like, like, made us, like, be more social when we were younger, and, like, I don't know why, but, less confident in talking to people and making friends now than I was when I was younger even though we would like 
the township and ask me if my parents would like to have me at a bunch of friends. <laughs> so like, I don't know, I feel like maybe with fiction, there's just more so like without the internet and stuff. I don't know. I guess like as I got older and like as I could choose like what was where, um, in my time, then it was like really common. So like whenever like you could get like a phone or like an iPod or touch or something, you know, like that's when like I started like realizing like, oh like yeah, this is like a thing and like I don't know, like there's a lot of like people's thoughts out there that kind of like made us like conform to our own thoughts sometimes. Um and then like so it became more awkward and whatnot because you see people being like like consistently posting about how they like see what I don't know, think people feel about them. <laughs> yeah, I feel like when you're younger, you're less scared to make friends because, like, it kind of feels like you don't really have anything to lose. You're, like, when you're young, you're more confident in yourself, but then as you get older, like, you kind of get more insecure, and you really start to think, like, what other people, like, would think about me, and, like, think maybe, like, if I ask, like, to join them or, like, talk to them, they'll just, like, ignore me or, like, think about, or think that I'm and that's like you kind of get scared or like more scared when you're when you get older you don't feel that it's easy as before when you're younger like it's like a lot easier to make friends and stuff and just they're like oh you're awkward or you're shy or whatever also yeah you get more like judgmental when you're older than like than, like like as i do and then like talk behind your back and it can really affect how you feel like about talking to other people and like in like high school Everyone just like clicks in different groups and you're just like, where do I go? You know, like you don't feel like a social scene or like certain members of your family like the outcast and that kind of like like way they feel about like I guess like your friends or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean for me it was like the opposite kind of reaction, like like I was really kind of like socially like awkward when I was younger and stuff and I didn't like make friends too easily although I had like a lot of like I don't know like I guess I considered them friends but it was more so them putting their own like friendship on me and then I was like okay I guess we're friends now <laughs> because like you made it happen but like as I got older then I was like you know I can have a say in things and I don't have to like always like be there and stuff you know so for me it's kind of like reverse but for the longest time, like, like I didn't have the internet because my family's poor. Um, and then even as I was, like, older, I was also, like, poor. <laughs> so even if we had, like, the internet, we didn't have, like, everything, all the modern stuff. So, like, what, like, especially, like, making friends when you're older, like, if you don't, like, if you don't have the internet and stuff, I feel like that can be, like, really judged. Like, because for all the time, like, I would always have to go to the library to use my computer. Or, like, oh, I would have to, like, stay at the school to use the computer there. And I feel like with a lot of, like, people are, like, I don't know, kind of judgments on, like, certain social class. If you're, like, old-fashioned and stuff, you know, then it's, like, it can also be a judgment. Versus, like, when you're younger, it's, like, oh, you know, I don't use the internet. And, oh, even if I do, like, it doesn't really matter because I like to do stuff in person, you know? Like, I feel like there's just a different kind of, like, vibe. And that can also, like, be affected by, like, types of parenting. Um, like, for me, at least, like, I 
had a lot of like um, authoritarian parenting, but also a lot of neglectful parenting and stuff. So like it makes sense why I was so insecure then, but like for different type styles of parenting, like can we consider that like at least for my brother, like him having the internet and stuff, could that be considered almost neglectful? Because like at least, you know, for a lot of people it's like a lot of people have the opinion that kids shouldn't be on the internet. So maybe like to them they feel like that's neglectful, but also they're learning social skills, but it's just a different type. Like, do you guys kind of understand what I'm saying? Where it's like, like in the aspect where it's like when you're kids and you all make friends really easily, it's like they don't, like my brothers don't really make friends in person as easily unless the kids are like really rowdy. Then like usually they connect because they have an almost like caveman style of like attitude towards things where it's like, let's go play in the mud. No, I don't like to play in the mud, then I don't like <laughs> but then it's like oh let's go play on the internet and then it's like okay yeah we can do that like the only time where they're like calm is when they're playing video games so it's almost like they don't have the social skills so that could be considered neglectful a little bit but also at what point is social interaction especially now because like with COVID-19 like like we're supposed to be adapting to be able to talk on the internet so like I feel like the generation growing up in COVID-19 It'll probably, like, affect hugely, like, not connecting teachers with, like, being authoritarian figures versus just, like, a person on the screen telling me one plus one equals two, <laughs> you know? Because, like, there's a whole bunch of learning program, like, learning YouTube videos and stuff where they're telling the exact same information. Like, it's different learning in classrooms, obviously, but it's, like, for how long will COVID-19, like, be, like, go out for will affect, like, how much social awkwardness and anxiety like the kids will like develop so like I'm pretty interested to see in the future how this is all gonna play out <laughs> yeah I'm equally interested because like um I mean like you said there's gonna be more screen time rather than like in-person like contact or even like parents like doing it all at home and whatnot on the computer it's still like that's even more so of like less communication or whatever with um, which like, I mean, like, if it's boring for them, then like it might make them like socially awkward. Um, not having it there, like in a young age, um, it might just make it more reason that it does happen and they have to do it. Or maybe it might be like uh, the opposite, and like all the time alone, like we'll make them more social people and like more willing to go out and talk to other people and like having that alone allowed oh, maybe it might have the opposite reaction where, like, kids will be, like, itching for, like, interaction and stuff. So maybe, like, when COVID-19 ends, like, that'll be the first thing, you know, a whole bunch of extroverts will be born, <laughs> you know? Um, but I don't know. It's just pretty interesting to, like, think. And it's not like with my own siblings. Like, we can really, like, tell them to get off the internet now and, like, to make friends in person because, like, we don't want – like, kids can't be, like – Kids can't be responsible with, like, their own hygiene, so, like, that's why we have, like, online learning and stuff enabled, but I know, like, some schools are, like, kids need to be social, so, like, they still opened up their schools, like, I don't know, I feel like it'll be, like, pretty interesting, especially because, like, I feel like with, like, schools opening and stuff, like, yeah, there's that, like, social interaction part that we all want, but also, 
our population's gonna go down a lot <laughs> as like an entirety <laughs> like and nobody like we consider it but because it hasn't happened yet at least like at our school that like someone might die in the next month like I feel like we don't really think about it so harshly you know yeah, I think everyone's just kind of living their everyday life still yeah um Nothing's really changed. It's like they feel like they're just like, and like no one's really feeling any need to like be over or anything like that, really. So it's just kind of like living your life, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That wasn't funny, but like. <laughs> no, but yeah, like, I think that definitely has something to do with it. Like, what do you, how do you talk to someone who lost someone in their life due to COVID 19? And, like, knowing that, like, as a population, we're probably responsible for spreading it to a lot of people. Like, because I feel like with a lot of people, like, there's two arguments for COVID-19 publicly that, like, oh, it's our right to not wear a mask and stuff. And, like, I saw online just, like, an hour ago where, like, literally there was, like, a march in, like, Target where people weren't wearing masks and stuff. But it's also, like, then there's the people where it's, like, they literally have their kid die in front of them or like their husbands or wives die in front of them and they're like really angry and outraged so it's like I think that'll also have to do with kids and stuff where I think it'll like promote like either human selfishness as a whole and that might like change like their personalities and social interactions yeah they might become like more aggressive or it could be like more easygoing kids or it's like nothing really matters if it doesn't affect me you know like we don't have to like argue about everything because like for like like with the protesters they're like verbally aggressive right um where they like do marches and everything and they yell at people with masks versus like the people with in masks they usually are like at home and they're just typing and being like you're so selfish and stuff so i feel like for those kids it will be the opposite where like the ones at home are like will start actually yelling and stuff versus like the ones with kids that are yelling they'll be like can we all just calm down relax <laughs> because like usually with kids and stuff like they want the opposite like if you have like really strict parents who like tell you what to do and everything usually that kid wants to raise their kids with the opposite kind of perspective where it's like oh you know like I'm gonna let my kid you know just be happy they want to talk to me you know almost like a best friend you know Versus the kids that had best friend parents that are like, I wish you had given me more boundaries and stuff so that like, I didn't do stupid shit. <laughs> you know? So, like, I think that'll definitely affect socially what will happen. Um, because, like, I think that might change introversion and extroversion a lot, too. Um, but moving on. Oh, no. <laughs> I also feel like it's the victim kids, like, how they act is like who influences them mm -hmm. like if their parents are like like super like safe about like and take the virus seriously their kids will see that as an example and be like oh this is why it's like and but also like it's like nowadays like parents can't like really control like that much about how their kids think mm -hmm. because there's like social media and like everything like internet and things so now you could be seeing like their favorite like celebrity or like influencer be like like not taking it seriously may, may, some take it seriously but like some of them not even like take it seriously and like some like 
TikTokers are even like going on like parties and like inviting so many people and they're all like close together like no mask and they'll see that influence and then they'll probably like well if they might like if that person doesn't have a mask and is like partying then why do I have to yeah I think another thing to do with that is like like thinking about it where it's like going back to like the school thing like let's say their kids are watching TikToks and everything you know learning the renegade or whatever you know it's like are they taking their education seriously? And I think that'll like increase the social anxiety when school is back in place because it's like they probably missed out and cheated on so much. Or at least, you know, like my like friends who like I left in high school and stuff, they're like, oh yeah, you know, there's so many websites and stuff. I haven't even like gone to a Zoom meeting class, you know? It's like, I feel like that'll definitely increase social anxiety where it's like, where it's like they'll believe that like, oh, you know, it's not that serious and stuff, or it's very serious, but then when everything, like, calms down and, like, you know, those who, like, make it do and stuff, then it's, like, where does that leave the world at? You know, is there, are the people that take it seriously, like, the ones that go back to classes and stuff, and then have they actually took their own selves seriously? Will they get more insecure by not taking themselves, but only the COVID-19 seriously? Or will the people that don't wear masks and stuff and, like, they didn't take COVID-19 seriously but their own personal lives seriously, like, progress more? Because, like, the people, like, going to school and, like, wearing or not wearing masks and stuff, those are the ones, like, doing their lives personally, right? So it's like, yeah, we're still getting the same education and stuff. And we're actually, like, here present in class. So that'll probably, like, promote confidence in our knowledge and stuff. Versus, like, the ones that are at home trying to be safe for COVID-19 might just be, like, really, really socially awkward, really insecure, because they didn't take their own personal, like, future seriously, you know? I think that definitely might have something to do with, like, what happens. But all of this is just speculation until we see, like, what every, where everything goes after COVID-19. The next thing we should talk about is like, what are some things that can help social anxiety in general? Like, are there some specific things you guys do to like help yourself put yourself out there? Mm, I try not to think about it too much, and there's like usually like when I shit talk this person, but like, what if I say something stupid? I mean, like obviously I still have to always in the back of my head, but it's just like there's a point in time like where you're just like whatever. I'm just doing it because like whatever works for you and like you won't really have much experience if you don't just like go ahead and do it or like it's easier said than done it takes a lot of like like on yourself I guess like internally <laughs> like in your head or whatever but like I mean I feel like it's okay to like talk to someone about it that it's okay to like sound a little silly sometimes or that you don't always sound dumb like everyone says something dumb but like you shouldn't always have that thought that sound like that 100% of the time and, and that it's okay to make mistakes because like I trip over so many words sometimes <laughs> even in this podcast thing <laughs> so like um yeah um just go for it well before all of this happened what I used to do is like sit next to someone like in the classroom like when we first start class like first day of class 
I would sit next to someone, and that like really helps because you know they're like right next to you, and you can just talk to them like what's on your mind about like where they're from, like what what degree they're going for, that kind of thing, and you get to know them. It's and it's really helpful too, not just to make not just as a friendship, but like also you can help each other in class if you're having a small group. You can catch up with them like if you're you know leaving a class and everything. But now with this change. It's not as easy, so maybe like, like kind of like try to like see who looks like they're not super protective of their space, and like even though you have to sit far from each other, maybe like if you have a question or something and you can ask them, it would help kind of get too close. Yeah, I mean, like social interaction definitely is affected by it, but like also, I feel like it's somewhat a little easier because like. There's more people feeling exactly how, like, I'm feeling, you know, where it's like, like, of course, like, all people want to have friends and stuff, but it's like, now it's just like, do I, is this person going to be comfortable? Is this person going to judge me? Is this person really comfortable, like, too comfortable? <laughs> like, it really depends, like, how everyone feels on the whole thing. But then there's also, like, like, at least at our school, like, you know, counseling is free and everything, and, like, you know, even though a lot of clubs, like, aren't meeting in person, like, there are still some that are meeting in person. I wish, like, a lot more clubs could meet in person, though, but, again, we're just trying to be safe and stuff, but, like, it definitely is hard to, like, make friends on some clubs, especially if it's a Zoom call meeting kind of club. Like, do you guys understand what I'm saying? Because, like, I feel like Zoom calls, like, you want to get close to someone, but how do you be like, like, hey, you know, you, that box right there. Like, how do you, <laughs> like, I don't know your name yet, but it's like, who are you talking to? <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah, like everyone is in a conversation. <laughs> yeah, <It's> like, <laughs> exactly. It, it's it's one big group discussion, but it's like usually like in classes you don't like, or like in clubs you don't like have to be friends with everyone. You know, usually like in a club you meet like you know, one to, like, four close friends, and you guys, like, really hit it off, and then you'll probably, like, go through, like, a couple more clubs together and stuff, versus, like, now, like, you have to, like, befriend the whole club, <laughs> you know, and, like, yeah. I feel like, at least, you know, with counseling, that helps for, like, the social anxiety, but also, like, there's only so much that you can do, so I'm really glad that it's free, to be honest, um, it really helps. <laughs> well, because, like, you know, if you had to pay for it, like, it's not applicable to everyone. You know, a lot of people are on scholarships and stuff, and, like, a lot of people, like, you know, have financial aid. So, like, if you had to, like, charge it, a lot of people don't have, like, medical insurance and stuff. And that could be one more conversation. <laughs> you know, but there, there are some, like, things that you can, like, do outside of, like, our own school counseling to help with that like of course there's like you know going to your actual doctor and stuff and like seeing if you have like a technical social anxiety and then you can go to like group sessions for that um actually i don't know if they're still doing group sessions because COVID 19 but that would definitely be a conversation then <laughs> with your doctor which could be scary <laughs> i know a lot of people don't even talk to their own dentist or doctor until it's literally mandatory <laughs> mm -hmm. like one of my friends you know 
she cracked her tooth and she still hasn't gone to her dentist appointment because she's terrified. <laughs> and she like literally can't chew, but it's like, you know, <laughs> maybe that's something she needs to have a conversation with someone about. Yeah, no, I definitely try to like limit the problems like if I'm like sick or something like and like I have to go to the doctor like I try to like not tell them everything that's wrong <laughs> like not bother them <laughs> even though it's their job but like you know yeah it's just scary talking to them just try to not do it and, but now I have to go alone I mean you don't have to go alone at least like with me like when I schedule like doctor's appointments I like they're like oh you're an adult right and I'm like yeah but I still want my mom there <laughs> <laughs> You know, I still want her there for, like, emotional support. You know, make sure she talks about stuff that I'm just like, oh, no, I'm fine. Because, <laughs> like, I already told her the whole, like, spiel, like, on everything that's wrong with me right at the moment. <laughs> so she knows, like, she can just exactly. lay the information. Because, like, you know, especially because, like, I have a lot of social anxiety, like, literally, like, I think, like, two years ago, I wanted ice cream. So my mom, like, you know, drove me there. But she was like, okay, you'll get it. And then, like, literally, I didn't even, I walked in the store, and the woman asked me, like, what kind of ice cream do you want? And I just cried. And then I walked out without my ice cream. <laughs> so, like, I feel like, you know, having someone there could definitely help with, like, you know, if you're, like, too scared to, like, go to your teacher and stuff, maybe, like, having a close friend could, like, help you, like, get over that fear of going to, like, someone's office. Or, like, if you're, like, going to a job interview, like, maybe, like, have, like, you know, like, a close parent or friend, like, in, like, like, some other part of, like, let's say, like, a restaurant or, like, a store, they're, like, walking around and stuff, so that at least, you know, someone you know is there, but, like, they're not, like, all up in your business, but also, like, you're not as, like, nervous for, like, interviews and stuff. At least, like, I tend to do that a lot, like, where if I'm, like, super scared for something, I'll ask, like, one of my parents to, like, come with me. <laughs> or, like, one of my, like, closest friends to come with me for stuff. Like, especially with clubs and stuff. Like, I was, like, terrified to join clubs. And then, like, I asked, like, my friend, hey, do you want to go to this club with me? And they're, like, I'll go with you to the first meeting, but I'm not, like, going to join your club because, like, they're not interested in the same thing I am. So, like, I, like, I did the... Like, I went with them to their club, and then they went with me to my club, so that, like, we made, like, new friends, but then, like, after that, like, I was, like, on my own. But, like, it definitely helps for, like, first interactions, maybe, to, like, bring someone you're comfortable with. Did you do anything? Yeah, something you should take, if you really have a lot of anxiety, take things one at a time. Take, like, a first small step, and then as you keep going, you'll be able to do more and more. Like, if you rinse that water, it's going to and then it'll be, you'll be like, oh, well, I went with someone, like, the first time that I actually, when you actually did go ask for help. And then you're like, well, if I did it before, I can do it again. And then you'll go back to the second time, hopefully. And then, you know, you can just keep going from there. Yeah. Do you have anything else? Um, I think that's pretty much, like, the, the biggest thing for me is just, like, it's not something stupid or, like, like embarrassing myself or like look around like crying but yeah like I just try to do what she does like try to calm myself try to think of like too much because after a time like the problem doesn't judge me because I think I don't know about you guys but I kind of have this like mentality that you know if you haven't like judged people then why would people judge you yeah because you're just like because <laughs> you're just like 
Yeah, but I, I get what you're saying. Like, like you know, it's like you judge yourself way harder yeah. than like other people like actually really do. Like I'm really honest with you. Like, I, I'm not that outgoing because, like, I already estimate myself too much. And like, I think that's what affects my self esteem. Like, it's not people around me. Like, it's just me that doesn't like stuff about me. Yeah. <laughs> and I definitely am glad that you have like a plan that like will hype you up at least. You know. <laughs> think what you take away from this conversation is like maybe you know definitely ask for help maybe consider like what your own values are personally like you know in this like do you really want to make friends you know so like maybe you'll like stick out for a zoom call meeting club meeting for stuff or like maybe if you just want to work on yourself and your own personal self-confidence you like can go talk to a counselor or like you can go talk to some of your, like, teachers and stuff and see what you can do for, like, you know, encouraging, like, classroom discussions and stuff, you know. I think definitely, like, reflect on your own life and see how maybe certain things will affect you or the people around you when it comes to talking in person. Yeah.